You're listening to America's Web Radio. And now time for the Classic Car Show with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber. Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio. You're listening to the Classic Car Show, and we have a couple of classics right here in the studio with us. Uh, one is Mr. Ronaldo, and the other one is Mr. Weber. And I won't say that I'm older than both of them, but anyway, we do have a very special guest on, and uh, we always enjoy this particular guest because he brings insight into the hobby and industry that nobody else has, and it's Mr. Steve Moskowitz from AACA, and he is the, uh, one time you told me to call you president and one time director. So, Steve, good morning and welcome to the Classic Car Show. Call you president, one time director. So, Steve, good morning and welcome to the Classic Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Morning, morning, morning. So... How's the weather in Pennsylvania? Have you all gotten your first snow yet? Well, right right now, this morning, it's foggy and a little bit wet, and we're getting prepared for some big snow this week. Oh, oh boy. Yeah, well, we've just had cold. Now it's gotten warm again the past couple, three yeah, days. Yeah, it's going to rain again. Yeah, it's going to rain again. Anyway, how you doing? Doing okay, Steve. Doing okay? Yeah. Uh, Although I'm, I'm a little... I'm, <laughs> No, I'm a little. Uh, I, I don't know. It's, I'm a little overwhelmed with your outfit today. Well, <laughs> o- over or under? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we're doing our Christmas card today. Okay. So, so we do. We've done a picture one for years. We're gonna we're gonna use the Model T for this year's this year's card. Uh, Anyway, I saw the pictures of the uh, uh, national awards meeting, and it's you know I I was kind of surprised of the 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 number of the guys you had. I I thought that was a pretty good turnout. Yeah, it really was. It shows the the dedication that uh, this group has to the hobby, to AACA, and and that they understood the importance of trying to do this and. Uh, you know, those that could make it uh, made it, and those that couldn't didn't. But uh, everybody gave it a their best shot, and um, we had a, a pretty good sized meeting. Yeah, and and I a couple of guys talked to, and they they said they were very impressed with the new building. Uh, well, I hope they would be. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, really, you know, you you you, you hear, but you don't you don't really. You hear about it, but it, you don't know until you actually see. Yeah, it's everybody that's been in here has been um, extremely complimentary. Uh, some of them have been overwhelmed. Some of them have been shocked. A um, uh, few of them have shed tears uh, of joy and of emotion that this club was able to do something on this magnitude. And um, and we're not finished yet, and so they haven't seen all the cars in the the atrium and all the artwork up on the walls yet. So it's going to be even better as we we move down the line. Yeah, it's a big project, and I know you guys have been working for how long now? Has this been going on? 
over well, a year. a couple of years, and yeah. it is a big project. And on top of that, uh, just yesterday, we started moving in the Philadelphia Library Collection. And, oh, my God, you talk about a big project. That That is a monster. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, we had Dr. Fred on a couple of weeks ago talking about it. And uh, he was uh, mentioning that they had a real challenge just moving their stuff in. So yep. it sounds like you, uh, well, you got three young, strong guys there to help you. So, I bet. yeah, what, what's neat, I think, for Fred and for us is when you start digging into the material, you realize that some of that material pr- probably has not been seen by anybody in a half a century. I mean, there's some, some really amazing material there. Wow. Hmm. Some some real rare stuff, you know. And speaking of the library, I called and yeah, oh, about three four weeks ago and talked to Matt. And I've been having some problems with the Maxwell. Uh, not that I can't fix it. It's just that there's no information out there. And and this is a 1909 Model A two cylinder car. With it's all stock, including a stock Maxwell carburetor. And as you know, like things like you've dealt with. The Oldsmobile is different because there's a, more information on that. There's just no information anyway, but he was able to dig through the, the, the archives and find a couple of tech articles about the Maxwell all-brass Model A carburetor. So he gets a uh, a big A-plus for that. And that just shows you, for those of you who aren't members of AAC, it shows you one of the huge benefits because I could have never found this stuff. There's no way I could ever get a hold of this stuff. So uh, they did a good job. They did a good job for me. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. That's what we're here for. Well, what percentage of the, uh, and how do you all end up? index the uh, library uh, information is it all computerized or did uh, you know we used to have the uh the the dewey decimal well the dewey decimal but no i'm not talking about that but the the old slide thing that uh cardex well no not cardex the black film type stuff you know and you'd roll around the deal until you microfilm microfilm yeah microfilm yeah yeah we 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 have uh quite a bit of it um, that is digitized, but you know others it's not. We've we've got a catalog that a brand new searchable catalog. It's sort of like a Google thing that should be up and running very very soon. It's been delayed and delayed and delayed, um, but uh, that should be coming up soon. Um, but needless to say, we're now we're now going to be looking at almost three million documents, and those are all not digitized. But um, we. We do have uh, a very good system of being able to find the information um, that people are seeking. That's incredible. Yeah. Oh, it is. It's an amazing uh, thing. How many volunteers do you have now, Steve? As of today, zero, because um, while we have three or four really dedicated volunteers, uh, during the pandemic, um, we've kept them out of the building out of respect for um, their age um, and respect for the staff here while we try to maintain a safe environment for for everybody right now. So um, as soon as things calm down a little bit, uh, we certainly hope to get them back and uh, get them to work because there is no shortage of work here right now. 
Wow. I'm sure of that. Any other big collections on the horizon? Yeah, we we do. Uh, I can't mention them by name. We have a really big collection of very, very early literature that's do us out of the west coast probably will take a full semi-tractor to get here um and we've got a couple smaller um collections that are talking to us now so i i think as as people in the hobby uh, get older and start to try to figure out what to do with their collections or other smaller libraries take a look at what they're doing and realize that their expertise is not in library science, where we have three librarians with their master's degree, and we have systems and technology in place in a brand new library uh, that makes it perfect for that material to be here to be safeguarded for eternity. So um, I think we'll see more and more people uh, want to take advantage of our, our facility. Well, Steve uh, Ronaldo and I want to uh, make sure you understand that uh, we're booked up the day that that uh, tractor trailer with books yeah. are coming in. Yeah. But Jim Weber has raised his hand that he would He'll love be to there, come yeah. up there and, He'll be there, yeah. and unload it by himself. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a good deal. Yeah, let me say this. If I lived closer, I'd be there all the time. So. Yeah, you you would you yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's your area. You yeah. like that the yeah. history stuff yeah. and the, the the soft goods. And and I've often said that I I think that the ACA library or any other reference source is the single most important part of this hobby because, like myself with that carburetor, I yeah. had not you know it's a mystery. And and if you're doing especially if you're doing odd stuff, you're doing a Model A Ford. Every nut and bolt has been written about thousands of times. Uh, yeah, but if you're getting to some weird stuff, unusual things, you you've got to have access. And there's no information. Like I said, when I started this Maxwell valve adjustment is adequate, and find a competent bat, uh, blacksmith to make it adequate. You know, we're we, that's the kind of stuff they did back in the O's. Well, that's a big help. They they were trying to figure out how to tune a horse back then. I know. Clean up after the horse. (laughs) Clean up. (laughs) Yeah, but after your Maxwell, you got to clean up. Oh no, 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 no! I I just, I, I I just go and drip oil on dirt roads. (laughs) Well, it cuts the dust down. Cuts the dust down. Yes, I'm environmentally positive, but I do, and I, and I, I often think about some of the people I know. That have these cult, this collection of literature because they did these old cars and, uh, and nobody's seen it and nobody has access to it and I think that's a real shame. I mean, the, the one of the other compliments that I like now that you got, the AACA has done is the new forums I, uh, that that you and Peter and whoever else have have. Uh, uh, have done. I, I think the new forums are are much more user friendly, and and much more pointed to something that you want. Well, the other thing I agree with that, but Speedster, Stacy Speedster, yeah, that's a great month, publication, and it's just. I mean, yeah, it keeps you up on the hobby. What's going on? Yeah, and Steve Rossi, I love that. Yeah. Quiz, that quiz. Yeah, I have to go to the end all the time. To check. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Steve, uh, 
how are things looking for the annual meeting? Well, um, they're looking challenging. Um, That's all I can say at this point. We are having a second executive committee meeting on Sunday night where we're going to discuss it further. Um, As you all may know, I'm sure you do, we're uh, we're entering another phase in the pandemic that um, is... A huge challenge for us to to go forward and and a huge challenge for us to make plans with so many things being up in the air so um, we've we've got some careful thought we we've already discussed many different ideas on how to approach it um, but we're we've spent the, the last few days all of us thinking about what our options are, and um, we're going to do our best to do what's in the best interest of our membership, and um, we'll try to make the the correct decision. Uh, It's a a tough time for anybody to know what to do anymore. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Steve, uh, we're going to need to take a quick break, and uh, we'll be back with you in just a couple of minutes, if that's okay with you. You're listening to America's Web Radio, and we do appreciate you listening. And uh, this break I'm going to dedicate to AACA. If you're not a member, join. If you're into the classic cars, vintage cars, and if nothing else, just for their mag, their uh, six times a year magazine that they put out, it's it is absolutely gorgeous, suitable for framing. I would say in many cases, some of the photography is is just absolutely super, and um, it's a great organization. They have wonderful people that uh, even from Sue that answered the phone the other day. She is very nice lady, and you could just enjoy talking to her if you wanted to. But uh, think about joining the AACA uh, if you're into classic cars or into cars period the other thing is that uh, I want to invite everybody particularly veterans but everybody to go to our homepage we uh, we have added some things on our homepage that uh, seem to be being very well accepted and um, we want want you to know about the shows that we do for veterans a veterans story and then i do a couple of shows during the week talking to veterans and uh, want to keep everybody remembering our veterans and our first responders and as a country we are the number one first responder and we salute all of our military our veterans and um We'll continue that. So with that being said, you're listening to America's Web Radio, and let's get back to Steve and Steve and Jim. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) So, Mr. Moskowitz, sir. Hello. Yes, sir. Uh, A question. What kind of miracles did you all pull to move the event to Gettysburg? Because my understanding was that was sold out. Well, we uh, we did pull a couple miracles out. We had two events in Gettysburg. It was right a combination of a very hardworking staff and a very hardworking group of volunteers 
a hotel that was willing to work with us, um, a facility that allowed us to essentially have eight different car shows because we could break uh, the cars into specific areas which allowed us to social distance. I'd also say, um, I don't think it was a miracle, but it speaks to the quality of most of our members when we said to them, you know, whatever you believe in as far as a virus, um, that's your right, but please, for this event, uh, wear your mask and try to be socially distanced and try to do the right thing to make sure that all those, that you respect everybody that's there. And I tell you what, uh, well over 90% of the people um, followed through, and we were able to have two great events at Gettysburg. People loved them. We had fabulous weather. Uh, it, it just, you know, the joy for car people to actually be able to experience a car event uh, this year was was pretty high, and, and they were as complimentary to the club for doing this as you could possibly imagine, and um, we had a great time. Well, and I think you've brought out an important point about AACA. AACA is a people club. It's not one certain mark. It's all the people in all their different brands of cars that come to the events. Yeah. Yeah, and then the tours, that's that's the other thing. I know Steve is a big uh, tour fan and has attended many, but that, that's what I wanted to point out. It's not a Duesenberg club. It's not a Porsche club. It's not a Volkswagen club. It's not a Chevy club. Well, it's a people club. Well, the Maxwell Club has rented Road Atlanta for a track day. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a three-hour lap. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you know that they're running a 5K and a 10K race? Yeah, I did. There? I saw that. Yeah, yeah I okay. saw that. Yeah, yeah. One of the things I, I was kind of interesting on the the, the website uh, was this long discussion um, about uh, modifying the and changing the high performance class uh, and defining high performance cars. Uh, what what are your personal thoughts on on that stuff? Now then, we're getting up into the mid nineties cars. What it, it's not like everybody knows a GTO and everybody knows a Hemi Roadrunner, but what what about those kind of cars? Where do some of these these hot things that fit in in the late eighties and now mid nineties? What what are your thoughts on expanding the the high performance classes for national meets? Well, I think it's obvious where we have to look at it and what we've said to. The committee uh, recently at, at our national awards meeting is, um, you know, when we came up with the high-performance classes, it took a committee quite a while to to get that list together and to to kind of make the decisions that we, we did at the time. And then over the years, those have all been uh, modified and, and added to. And uh, just like everything else in the AACA, there's tons of classes that we have that we have 
changed over the years to fit, you know, the current makeup of our membership and the kinds of vehicles being shown. So um, I think it's only natural that this is a discussion that needs to take place now, and we try to figure out, you know, how to how to add those cars now that are that are not what we typically think of as muscle cars, but certainly are high-performance cars. Oh, gosh, yes. Some of them are amazing. And another one that sort of falls into that, and we're getting there, you know, very quickly, if not there already, what about some of these supercars that were made in the in the 90s? I mean, these, these some some of these... Well, uh, a Porsche 959, there's one of them. Yeah, or some of the Ferraris, or yeah. some of the McLarens, and that kind of stuff. Where do yeah. they Where do they go? I, they're, they're not actually sports cars anymore, I don't think. Well... I don't know. I, I don't know. It, it's just, the, the, like you said, this is an evolving hobby. Uh, all the time there's changes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, and, and, you know, hopefully we'll start seeing some of those cars in the ACA. That would be a real kick. And, you know, if we do, then, then we're certainly going to have to, to address those. Uh, I think, you know, the the membership and what we see will determine where we go, and we've always responded to this type of thing, as you know, Steve. Yeah. And, uh, we will we will continue to do so. Yeah. Uh, what what do you what do you see as? Um, you know, I like the tours a lot, and and uh, wh- where do you see some of these tours heading and going this coming year? Uh, with all the stuff going on and, you know, do we need to change some of the... We have the Founders Tour for anything, but is there some of the other ones that may need to be looked at too to expand or shrink or modify to lay it out? You could could do a muscle car tour. Yeah. uh, I think everything... You know, if if we're going to be a responsible organization, everything we do needs to to be looked at and and tours you know we've in my personal opinion we've got to find a way to make uh tours uh easier for families uh more affordable and um more interesting we've we've got a couple very unique concepts that may be announced by the end of the year of some things that a couple of us are are playing around. I can't let the cat out of the bag yet, but um, cars in motion, you know, that cars love car shows, you know, love seeing them, but cars uh, are meant to be driven, and, and we we hope to see more cars on the road and get people active and get people enjoying the fellowship of uh of touring and, and going visiting all those wonderful places. Oh that God, we do it's on, great on tours. It's great stuff. Yeah, it really. Is. <laughs> but the cost on some of these, <clears throat> like I, I know, like the, <clears throat> the hotel in the at the Glidden in Saratoga is two hundred and what two hundred twenty five dollars a night. That's yeah, an old hotel too. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a resort. It's, it's uh, it's getting more and more difficult. I mean, the the days of eighty nine dollar hotels uh, don't exist unless uh, you want to go stay in a place you really don't want to stay in. And those um, are called so. It's, flea it's bags. a challenge, and it's a challenge when you have want to have tours during peak seasons where 
you know, the hotels uh, are doing a big tourism business and they can charge what they want to charge. So it's a it's a it's a struggle. And, it is. Um, it is absolutely. Uh, I know that New England Brass and Gas has that all the time because they like you know being brassier cars they like to stay in the old like mount washington or some of those those types of new england and they are just outrageous those places yeah well that's what saratoga is too yeah yeah it's tough and 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 you know the fun thing i think for a lot of people would be to see families there with their children and and you know if it gets too too overly expensive that's just not going to happen so um we have our work to do to find different kinds of tours and different ways of touring or even change the concept of some of our tours to something a little bit different uh so that people can go out and enjoy being with each other and drive down the road so we're we're, we're playing around with some of those ideas yeah, yeah. One of the the other things, you know, because I I also because of the brass era stuff do some horses carriage things, and they're they're starting to to uh, uh, do the the uh, uh, oh what's the big museum out in Michigan? Gilmore. Gilmore. Um, they're starting. Gilmore. They're, they're gonna they're gonna do a a, a sub building at Gilmore or trying to anyway. Um. Uh, just I, I know it's a it's it's really weird. You guys are just barely gotten into your new building. Has anybody ever thought about doing something out at the Gilmore for AACA? No, we're. I we're, know we're, I, it's just a thought. Just an we're, idea. We're committed here, and it it does doesn't really make any sense for us, and it certainly at this point makes zero financial sense for us. We've got such a massive investment in this building. Um, still not completely paid for, so uh, uh, you just you can only do so much. And, yeah, yeah. Um, the Gilmore model is a wonderful model, but uh, you know we're open year round and we're open six days a week, and it's a little different model over at the Gilmore than that. Yeah. Oh, I just wondered if there'd been any any I just kicking around, you know, like you know, noodling sessions. Because uh, I'm, re- I always like to go to the Gilmore, and and uh, look at all the clubs' uh, stuff. Yeah, but l- yeah, it's a great facility. But but think about this: AACA s- serves forty eight states. I mean, just fifty think- states. Well, okay, but I'm talking about in the continental U.S. forty eight huh. states. So, well, do you go to Hawaii all the time? (laughs) Oh, God, I started something. (laughs) Okay, well, we're going to stop it with a break. We'll be back right after this. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. 
Yeah, and let me add to that. Uh, when you call J.C. Taylor, tell him you heard about it on America's Web Radio. Uh, we really support J.C. Taylor and uh, the fine organization that Bob Wallace has there. And uh, be sure and tell him that you heard about it on America's Web Radio. With that being said, let's get back to our special guest today, Mr. Steve Moskowitz, the uh, Director of AACA, and uh, Steve's up in the Northern Lands. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Hershey. Yeah. Up in Hershey, my second home. You know, (laughs) I I bet, do you ever go across the Great River anymore? Uh, Only with an armed escort. But if, if, (laughs) if there were a tour of McDonald's hamburger stands... West of the Great River, no. you'd probably go pizza, on it. Pete's Pizza and I'd go. Oh, okay. You know, I, I've got the solution to the uh, motel and hotel situation. Steve, you ought to line up with some RV outfit that'll furnish you 50 or 60 RVs that people can rent and, and stay at some location. Uh, interesting thought. Um, certainly there's a lot of RV places uh, in this neck of the woods, but... Uh, uh, never thought of an idea like that, but who knows? <laughs> yeah. yeah, like the like Ricketts and I always wanted to do a, and nobody's done it yet, a GPS tour where all you get is a coordinate. Yeah, but you yeah. don't know how to do that. I can do that. I can oh, do can a you GPS. Do that yeah, now? I can do that. Okay, but I so we just thought that would be kind of an interesting thing to try one time. Steve just likes to hear that uh, girl that says. Uh, <laughs> You're Turn ten off. miles away. You're, you're no, one no. quarter. Mine doesn't say that. She, she says things like "bite me." <laughs> you know? This is a public radio show. Uh, oh, well, that's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but uh, anyway, let's talk about Hershey. Uh, what's going on for the upcoming year? What's 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 happening with the changes up there? Uh, and also, uh, I understand that there there's a continued restructuring of the the flea market field and a bunch of stuff. What's going on up there? For I hear all these stories about things. Yeah, most of them are stories, Steve. Um, it's it's pretty much going to be business as usual next year. Um, there has been some changes in the footprint um, uh, over by Redfield South, which is the new entrance uh, to Hershey Park. Um, but overall, uh, the plan is pretty much the same, and uh, nothing is 100% set in stone, but um, I think next year you'll see the typical fall meet that uh, we know and love, and uh, just can't wait for it to, to happen because sure miss not having it in it last year. Yeah, I, you know it's it's amazing the the number of people that that uh, I've talked to and uh, about you know just saying that there was a big emptiness in the hobby last fall, a big hole. Yeah, you know? because well, that's we, we even had people come here knowing that the show wasn't going on. And they parked their cars on the show field, took pictures, stayed at the same hotels, uh, just because they, you know, had 30 or 40 years, whatever it was, of coming to Hershey, and they were not about to miss another year. So that kind of shows you 
the absolute emotion and level of dedication people have to this event. Yeah, Stacy had an article on that in the speech. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah uh, Steve, that's just amazing that uh, those folks did that, but it's wonderful because it shows the support. I, I I I filled up my backyard with mud and slopped around for an hour. Did you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and some people think Steve's kidding. <laughs> oh gosh! Why do we do this every week? <laughs> no, but it is. It, it it it's a thing that that everybody looks forward to all year. Yeah. And and you know, even if you don't buy parts or cars, but, you see the people you it's about yeah. seeing people you haven't seen since last year. It's worldwide. That's yeah. the other thing. Yes. The yeah. amount of people that come from other countries. And and the the public and a lot of the both the vendors and participants and car show people and car corral people have no idea what it takes to put this thing on. Yeah. They they don't they just think you just show up and it happens. Can you imagine with the impact of the not happening this year and what it's going to be like next fall with, with all of the pent up demand? I mean, I'll bet Hershey next fall is is yeah. probably one of the biggest did, ever. Did did Hershey area like Derry County, uh, County and all? Did they ever come up with a story about the economic impact that that not having Hershey had on the area? Well, it, it they you know there's nothing in writing, but you know few people in town. In fact, one one major restaurateur um, made a statement in the paper that without Hershey, he might as well close up. It's his busiest week of the year, and with everything else that has gone on. In fact, uh, as of last night at 12.01, they shut our uh, all of our restaurants down for inside dining again. And uh, these folks uh, are hurting. Uh, the town does not look the same. Um, we Hershey Park opened up this summer, and and we got some of the tourism dollars back here, but uh, it was a major blow to the economy here. There were a significant amount of people uh, furloughed, laid off, um, let go um, at the Hershey Entertainment Resorts, and you know throughout the the whole township. So um, this was a, a major economic hit to uh, Derry Township and the surrounding area. Yeah, I, I can imagine, and, and you know, it, it, not 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 to, but I, I think that now some of the people will will appreciate Hershey a little more. Well, it, it, yeah, the, the yeah. pent up demand is, yeah. is the yeah, thing yeah. for next year. Yeah, maybe some guy or, or lady has started accumulating a whole bunch of stuff, and it's probably double what they normally take. Because it's, it's I don't know. been a void for two years. Yeah, we'll see. I'm 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 kind of interested to see what happens, and I sure hope it does. It uh, uh, it does does happen uh, yeah. for sure with the, with this thing. Anyway, um, so what's going on with uh, some of the other aspects, like uh, of AACA the magazine, for example? What what's what's Mr. Peterson up to, and anything new coming in the magazine? Any any uh, uh, Changes. Well, one never knows what Mr. Peterson is up to. He's uh, <laughs> he's out there in Ohio, and he kind of kind of hides from us. But 
uh, seriously, the main thing we're trying to do where other magazines uh, this year have have tried to cut back pages, um, things of that nature. Our main emphasis is not to take a single step backwards. Um, we think if there was ever a time that the club had to go full bore and in fact add more content to its magazine, it's now. It's, it's the main way we engage our membership um, because we don't have our events. So um, we are dedicated to continually, continuing to still put out the very best magazine we can, no matter what the financial or business proposition is. And it's something I strongly, strongly feel is necessary. And and uh, West agrees, and, and that's where we're going. It's a little harder for West to get stories now because he is not traveling and there's not events where he can do feature articles and photography. Um, but we're working on ways to... Uh, to get them out and to get more uh, material for them. Yeah, yeah, I never thought about that, but yeah. you, you know, a lot well, of his stuff comes from man, national meets and other activities, and there aren't any. You know, with, with that being said, and talking about travel, how is the uh, library truck doing? Is it had to uh, be the parked? library truck is safe and sound? It's uh, sitting about. Uh, 25 feet from me. It's inside our new building for now. Uh, over the winter, we'll we'll keep it in our, our our front atrium. We have a very stunning two-story atrium in front of this building, and we have uh, about 10 vehicles that are in there. And uh, so it's uh, it's going to be a way that that when we do open to the public, that we can introduce some more people to the bookmobile and what its goals are and uh but it looks it looks fabulous it's still still a great great asset to this club yes now do y'all i'm just curious how, how do you book your locations for that do you all take reservations or something or yeah I, you know chris uh that's his responsibility and um you know he gets requests and we we honor those requests as we are able to. The eventual goal is to get a grant to get a, uh, you know, somebody like a retired school teacher or somebody that, you know, has a car background and a good gift for speaking and let them travel around with the truck. That sounds uh, like Ronaldo. On, <laughs> like Mr. Ronaldo. That, that's what the, the what you were describing, you know. Can I put my kind of books I want to look at in there? No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Let, let's not even go there. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Well, I'm glad, and it's gone over well. Uh, wherever y'all are, wherever Chris has taken yeah, it, yeah. Pe- people enjoy seeing it. It's a it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful addition, and it just bespeaks of. Uh, who we are and what we do uh, you know i i sometimes have to take a step back and and look at at what we do here and when you see this building when you see the library when you see the bookmobile um without this sounding wrong or bragging but nobody else is doing this nobody else is this aggressive that i know of in the entire car hobby um, other than a couple commercial ventures, 
and we are full bore into doing something for the future of the hobby and the future um, of everybody because once again our library is a public library it's free to anybody whether you're a member of the club or not and we bring our bookmobile to events that uh, that's free and when we have our our nationals which we call our car shows uh, there's no charge to to be admitted we have we hold the world's largest true antique car show here in Hershey and we don't charge people a dime to enter so I think we're a very unique animal and I'm I'm really proud of the kind of organization AACA is um, because I think the hobby needs somebody like us uh, if it's going to be perpetuated for decades to come. You know, with that being said, obviously this year has taken a toll on on looking at the people that are attending, and as we've been doing ever since we started the show, is trying to nurture the young people to get involved and and have the older folks, the grandparents and parents, introduce their kids to cars and to antique cars and the classic cars and what cars have meant to our society. And uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, a lot of this could be changing very, very shortly. But uh, anyway, uh, you know, it's things will change back and I don't know what norm is but things will change back you know the other thing is the dues in this club are probably the most reasonable of any club for what you get for what you get yeah you know i just had a thought let's promote this uh steve moskowitz let's promote grandparents that are members of aaca our parents that are members of aaca and when they get their beautiful magazine in every month uh or every other month uh get their grandchildren or their children up in their laps and go through the magazine with them and show them the pictures and i can just hear a little kid saying what's that daddy and uh you know maybe it's a model a model t maybe it's a an old pickup who knows but get the get the parents to hold their kids and go through the magazine with them sure yeah sure an absolute great idea. I've done that with my granddaughter, and we've actually we've actually taken a picture every year of her sitting in in my lap. But now that she's getting a bit older, I'll probably have to be sitting in her lap. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of the things that I I really liked at the Model T Club that Natalie Weaver's the editor of their magazine. They have a kids editor. Ah. And and the, the the kids editor always writes a column for for young people. They give her a page, sometimes two pages, and I think it's pretty cool. And she's working on a Model T Ford. She's about twelve, thirteen yes. years old, yes. and she's working on a Model T Ford, and and getting help from all of the other existing geysers, you know, coming over and showing how to recondition the wooden wheels and stuff, and she writes the story. And that's a pretty cool thing, and I know a lot of the young people really like reading, because she writes the way kids talk. Well, you could do that. I totally could. Yes. With, yeah, that, like, being, with that, we've got to take a break. We'll be back with Steve Moskowitz and... Uh, and uh, Mr. Kids thing over there in just a minute. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, but host I, of the Classic really Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, 
Just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we want to remind everybody to please go to our website. They, we've got so many new things on it, AmericasWebRadio.com. And I think you'll find something there that you'll enjoy and that you'll like. And if you're a veteran, we have a very special thing for you that uh, is going over very well across the country. And so go there, look at our website, and look at all the different things that we've got going on. With that, let's get back to our very special guest, the director of of AACA, which means he'd be the top man at AACA, Mr. Steve Moskowitz, and he is filling us in. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, like I was saying, that, that, that little column goes over great in the Model T Club magazine. Um, I, I think that's something you, you might want to kick around with, Mr. Peterson. We'll do that. Uh, the other thing, just sort of offhand, with this past year and all of this stuff, and and you keep your you uh, knowing you pretty well, I, you keep your pulse on values and stuff. What do you think has happened to the value of the collector car market? I've had we've had some other guys on on that have talked about it, and and I'm just sort of seeing it and kind of interested what your take is of what's happened to number one the value number two. Is it still kind of easy to sell old cars? I, you know, you're you're you you know what's going on with this much more than a lot of people. So I'd like to hear what your thoughts are on this. Well, you know, there's an old saying about opinions, and uh, so mine is you know going to be worth what whatever it's worth. But um, you know, I, I think it's a mixed bag as as it has always been. Uh, a good car is still going to be in demand a car that that that's the right car the right color the right provenance the right equipment it, it's still going to be um, very sellable I, I think a couple of the auctions have proven that um, RM's last auction in, in Elkhart was just absolutely amazing as to what has happened I think a few more cars now are being traded, you know, directly person to person. Um, but I think there's parts of the market that are soft. Um, certainly, the some of the 20s and 30s cars are not where they they used to be, um, and that's of concern to me. But I think the hobby's doing well. Um, I've talked to a couple of the folks that are in the business of supplying parts, uh, restoration parts for cars, and their business is up substantially this year. Um, so that tells me there's still, still a. You know, I when I first got in this hobby, in this part of the hobby, when I got religion and got away from the hot rods, um, <laughs> which I still do love, but that's where I came from. But in the 70s, when, when I first learned of the real antique cars, 
it seems almost from that day people were trying to write the death knell of the hobby. And so here we are 50 years later, and, and guess what? The hobby's still alive and well. So um, uh, I think the hobby's strong um, overall, and I think um, that once we get out of this pandemic, um, if the economy is good, uh, that we're going to see a, another resurgence of people because of the pent-up demand of of wanting to go out and enjoy life. We've we've had a we've had a year of stress and a year of a lot of unhappiness and turmoil in this country. Uh, it's hard to have a frown when you're in an antique car, whether you're driving it, showing it to people, talking about it. And um, I, I've always said that, well, being a stamp collector is great and being a coin collector is great, and that's all lots of fun, I'm sure, for those people. It's a whole lot different getting in an old car and driving down the road and having people give you a thumbs up and, and reliving some times from the past uh, of our parents and our grandparents. So uh, that's my long-winded answer of saying, I think we're okay. Yeah, do you think you think that that, that the emphasis is shifting towards newer cars? Oh, you mentioned the twenties and thirties, even earlier fifties and sixties. Now we're getting into seventies, eighties, and nineties. I, I I personally think that's where a lot of it's going. I I, I see a lot more interest in maybe maybe seventies on up than there used to be. Well, don't, don't forget. Power steering on those cars, a better air conditioner. Or air conditioning. Yeah, or <laughs> air conditioning. And a lot of those people are are becoming blue hairs. And they What's want that, more, Sonny? And Sonny, they, what? And they want some more comfort. So <laughs> that could be part of it. Steve, I've got a question. <laughs> the uh, RM auction at Elkhart, those prices were over the moon. What happened there? Um, you know, I I think again you had you had the pent up demand. Those cars were all really good. The yes. cars and the memorabilia they were all really good. Um, but boy, there was a fever pitch there. Some some of them almost defied logic. Um, particularly the non automotive stuff that people were paying above retail for yes um, which is their rights their money um but those are great vehicles everybody knew that it was a no reserve auction um so everything was going to be sold uh the internet was super strong at that auction even though it was a live auction as well um but there were just some great vehicles there and, and that's why i mean if you've if you've got a good car, if you've got something that's pretty spectacular, there's going to be a buyer out there for it. There's going to be several buyers out there for it. Sure. So, yeah. um, you know, they were way above their high estimate uh, at the end for that particular auction. So that was a gigantic success. Yes. Well, and the other one that's bringing unbelievable prices is bring a trailer. If you put yep. a good car yep. on bring a trailer now, holy smoke. So, yeah. That's that's something else to consider. Yeah, cuz I'm thinking about cutting down the herd a little bit. So, when do you want the Maxwell delivered? 
You're, you're talking to somebody down there. I'm cutting my herd out too. Yeah, well, it's a, yeah, yeah. It's too getting to be getting to be too much stuff. But anyway, I, I, you know, I, I have no doubt that this this hobby is very, very strong. It may have shifted from what I think. I like I said, I think the emphasis is. It always seems to be what you knew when you grew up and what Dad drove. Yep. You know. Yep. Uh, and not many, not many kids today's father drove a Model A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's that's a challenge that we all have. And and you know, when I got into this hobby, I, I was kind of an anomaly. I I liked the real old cars, and all of my friends in the hobby were in the newer cars. But after they experienced my car and were around it, you know, they went out and got an older car themselves. So. You know, it, it's up to all of us to, to use them, to expose those cars to the younger people. Yep, get them yeah. out and drive them. Don't sit in the garage. If you want well, something to look at, get a painting. Yeah, they deteriorate if you let them sit in the garage. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree, but I, I think we're we're pretty safe. I think you got a job for another another couple of years. Uh, Steve, <laughs> let, Steve, let's go over something real quick. Uh, one, your website. Uh, www.aaca.org. Okay, and then what about uh, hours now? Are you all open at all? Or No, we're, we're, uh, we're remaining closed. We have such a monster job to get this building done. We still have six storage areas to bring materials back over this building. Wow. <laughs> the library uh, had four trucks here on Friday from Philadelphia, and that's only about 40% of the material. So um, we, we're we just not going to open up till we are ready for prime time. And an estimate? First uh, hopefully the sometime first? the first quarter of next year. Um, certainly we don't want to go beyond that. And a lot of it also depends on, you know, how how well we're doing in this country with the pandemic. Right. Yeah. Any other, uh, do you all take on your website, do you uh, take donations there or encourage donations? Yeah, we sure do. And we certainly can... Call me up. I answer the phone and call up here at 717-534-1910. We'd be happy to take a credit card, mail us a check, uh, whatever. Uh, certainly support for us as a nonprofit, as a 501c3, a tax deductible. Uh, we certainly enjoy um, having folks support us. Um, so we'll, we'll welcome any support we can get. Well, we uh, we as a radio station certainly support you all and the job that you do. And, uh, you know, it's a relief to uh, Jim Weber that, you know, basically once a year, Ronaldo's in Hershey. And so that uh, <laughs> that makes for an easy week. Yeah, well, uh, they wouldn't let the both of us in Hershey together. No, no, <laughs> that, that, that would be too much. You'd make uh, Pennsylvania tilt. <laughs> But no. Yeah, well, you got to remember when when Steve's in Hershey, that causes a whole new set of problems for us. <laughs> yeah, you know that scooter's illegal. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, what can we say? 
what can we say? But uh, Steve always means well, and uh, I think. You think. You think, <laughs> I think. <laughs> but, no, we're, I just want to thank Mr. Moskowitz for coming on today. And, yes. Uh, Steve, I hope you'll keep us posted as, uh, when the doors are open again. And, uh, you know, whatever you need from us that we can announce, we'll be glad to. And we, uh, we appreciate our relationship, uh, America's Web Radio and AACA. And uh, wow. certainly thank you for it. And uh, please give Stacy and Chris our best. And uh, We will do that. Yeah. And we, as always, thank you guys for your support. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and all the best of health in the coming year. And uh, uh, certainly uh, we look forward to the point in time where we can start hosting people here and having them see this incredible facility and uh, – some of the most amazing new automotive research materials in the entire world that nobody has seen for decades and decades and decades. So, um, yeah, that's amazing. And you still have the best bargain in the industry with the dues and what you get with the dues. Uh, we think so. Yeah. Steve, thank you again, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Steve. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Take care. Have a good one. Yeah. yeah, you take care of yourself, will you? We'll do that. Uh, be safe. All right, bye. All right. Bye. bye. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.